hoes. Merry Christmas and shit, right? I don't know. When is it? It's it's all all time blends together in a horrible way. Welcome. Welcome. It is, I believe, for the listeners, it is either November 11th or whenever the fuck you remember that we have new episodes. All right. Because we're bad. I am bad about telling you when there is a new episode. (laughs) I don't even know if you all know that there's a Halloween episode out. Yeah. It just went up. Yeah. And it's spooky. Oh. So just be careful when you listen to it because it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. Mm -hmm. There's lots of spooks and scares. Um. Yeah, I'm personally scared because I had to check to make sure the record's going. And it is. Oh, because I'm firmly of the feeling that like if Christmas people mm-hmm. can have their and I love Christmas. um, But and I am here. Oh, hey, I found, I'm yeah. so sorry. We mm-hmm. have a special guest coming yeah. up later on the show. We have Hans <laughs> the human with us. I was supposed to be here last time, but you Matt Damon did me. We did Matt Damon you and I, I I meant to talk to Max about this before the podcast. Yeah, well, are we doing the seance today? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I didn't prep for it. Are there ghosts that you want to talk to here? I've been thinking about this recently. I made a bunch of ghosts recently. Hi, can I come talk on the microphone? Oh, you're sitting on my lap now. That's okay. I don't mind. I do want to finish my point because I feel like I just got into the whole Christmas. I didn't even like start no, the point please, about Christmas. Tell, tell me about Christmas. But I want to know. I am confused about you saying you made ghosts, and I'm a little worried about oh, that. I would get into that. But yeah. you, you clearly feel very passionate about Christmas. I do. So go ahead. I like Christmas, and there's that whole thing about like the respectable time to take your Christmas decorations down. Sure. So how come before we even get into Thanksgiving season, we're already hearing these goddamn Christmas songs? I think we should still leave the cobwebs up. Where still are have you hearing Christmas scary. music? Because I do listening a lot of places and I haven't heard anything yet. I guess, well, I haven't really been out in the world so much. Maybe it's just, uh, and this goes back to the whole thing of being in like a personal mm-hmm. echo chamber, mm-hmm. but it's more people on Twitter. I suppose. Uh, but there is that's the goodest website. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I thinking about this it. one guy, James Woods. He hasn't tweeted anything in a long time, but man, he got mad a lot. I follow Scott Bayo and let me tell you, it keeps me on my fucking toes. Cause I'll just be scrolling through Twitter and every now and again I'll be like, Whoa, what the fuck? And then I'll look who retweeted it and I'm like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't follow Scott Bayo and Hans, please get, get, can you get off my lap? Thank you. I'm sorry, Hans, we can pull up another chair for you if you my want. My backpack There's... is on that chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then it sounds like you, you can sit on the a... floor. It sounds like you don't have a chair to sit on in okay, this okay, argument. I like it. I like sitting on the floor. I like it a lot. What's that from? Is that a Jim, is that a Jim Carrey? Uh, I, I think like so, it. yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I don't know. We're the people who are supposed to know this. Yeah. That's, now, is it Jim Carrey? I think so. It sounds like an Ace Ventura. Yeah, but I don't know. Did you ever watch the Ace Ventura cartoon show? Yeah, a lot of times, but I don't remember any of it. I just remember thinking it was very funny that the funny man talked out of his, out of his butt. Hell his, yeah, like, man. Butt had a brain. Yeah, wait. So, 
because in the movie he does the butt talking thing. Yeah. Did we ever talk about how horrifying? Did we ever the time I showed you? Oh yeah, I don't the even end get... of Ace Ventura because you did not know. How I didn't it, remember. You didn't remember because I've seen that movie before. Yeah, um, I don't and even I fully blocked it out of my mind. It's horrifying. It's it horrifying. Really is like insane. To the point where, like, I don't even want to discuss it. Yeah. It is just, like, yeah, horrifically no. transphobic. Mm-hmm. And if you know, you know. If you don't, you're better off not knowing, yeah. honestly. And I feel like enough people have discussed that that I don't even want to put it out there. You want to know well, what, though? What? Which I think is... So there is there is a funny joke on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine about that. Brooklyn oh, yeah. Nine Nine is a show where, and so we've talked about cop media a lot. I don't know how I I feel about Brooklyn Nine Nine nowadays. Is that Same. show even still on after like the last few months? There they were in the process of writing season eight. When the Black Lives Matter protests, like, came to a head. Okay. Like, when things got really, like, just, like, spread very quickly. Yeah. And it's the kind you, of thing so where... So, like, like, when George Floyd was murdered. Yeah, I think that's exactly. what kicked off the, like, the mass of protests that took place. Was it over the summer? I have no idea when the fuck things happen. I've been inside yeah. for a long time. I think it was roughly around that time. Okay. Um... And so they straight up, like, scrapped everything they had and started writing a new season eight. Okay. Like, in response to what is happening in the world. So I fully imagine that, like, that show will end probably with all of them resigning from the police force. Okay. That's just speculation, but I think that's where it's going. And it is a thing where, like, these issues are not new, right? Oh, no, of course not. And it's not even that, like, this year they came to a widespread public consciousness mm-hmm. this is you know at least at the very least and it's been longer than this because you know there's have been the la riots and everything yeah but in the past 10 years it seems like more and more it's been on the forefront of people's minds yeah even though this is decades if not like centuries old oh, of, of horrific course. shit happening i think i mean a lot of it has to do with social media and yeah. like the prevalence of seeing evidence you know yeah and which is not to say that like you shouldn't have believed black uh people when they were saying hey we get treated differently by the police but like now you can't bury your head in the sand yeah and it's the kind of thing where it's strange because even though it's not new to the public consciousness and not a new issue, I definitely felt way differently about watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine like a couple years ago when I started watching it. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like the quote unquote, like the good cop show. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about the concept of the one good cop and it felt like Brooklyn Nine-Nine was like the good precinct. Yeah. It's like, hey, look at all of these good cops. Right. But they're funny. Like the Aaron, Aaron Sorkin thing of like, what if, you know, politicians were more ethical? Yes. And it's, I think I've been talking about this with some friends mm-hmm. and maybe I don't even want to get into this because this seems like too much of a simpli- simplification. Okay. But it feels like, like neoliberal media where, yeah, you know, we want to put a look at everything through rose colored glasses. Yeah. I, well, let's, you know, definitely put the footnote on it that it's 
I don't, I'm not going to call you out on saying that it's an oversimplification because you prefaced it with it. Yeah. But, you know, I do agree that while, you know, that it, the analogy makes sense, but we want to, you know, address that it is. It's yeah. a general classification. Absolutely. But but it is a thing where stuff like that is harder to watch in the present day and age. Oh, yeah. You know, as much as like the West Wing might be like a nice, well-written show, mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to get down with. And not saying that like I think things should be horribly cynical or pessimistic. Oh, no, of course you know? not. But it is it's it, hard to watch it, now. No, it, absolutely. But and so that's it. The interesting uh, thing and is watching Reno 911 now because that feels like the perfect cop media. Yeah. Because they are all pretty much horrible racists, intolerant of everybody um, who do their jobs terribly. And it's just, I mean, I enjoy the hell out of it. I definitely can see how people would find it incredibly offensive, especially uh, now, given how the culture has changed so very much since uh, the early episodes of Reno 911 were on. I don't know what, like, the Quibi episodes were like, if they had kind of toned down that humor. They did not. I'm glad. (laughs) Truthfully, I'm glad because then, you know, it's... Definitely, I think it, I I don't think I know that it is privileged of me to say that I do enjoy that kind of humor. Yeah, in the sense where it's like they're saying things and the reaction is like, "Oh Jesus!" Like I can't believe they said that. Which is the reaction I have to a lot of Reno nine one one. Yeah, but laughter is your brain being like, "I don't fucking know what to to do." So here's a bunch of chemicals, and then your body is just kind of like. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Something like that. It's like when we saw Drive in the theater, and I guess like minor spoilers for Drive, although I don't even think it's a spoiler, but at one point Ryan Gosling caves someone's fucking head in with his foot. I'm not going to say that's not a spoiler because it's technically in the trailer. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And we don't see the, like, super goop head crush in the trailer. Right. And he is, you know, it's well established that he's a little off let's mm-hmm. say um but it, it like it's a, an important character moment but i don't think it's like a spoilery character moment no but when it, we saw it in theaters everybody laughed because it was such a shocking thing to happen especially considering that it um, is immediately preceded by like a really long slow romantic kiss yeah <laughs> and then he came it's a very a in. very tender moment i like you know i mean i get the laughter thing i truthfully as much as i don't like drive as much as i did once upon a time yeah before i had seen like uh maybe a thousand other movies right <laughs> that i have seen now um i mean you know tastes change obviously um but i do i like that scene a lot yeah um but what I'm saying is it's not necessarily that people thought it was funny, oh, but that's yeah, just yeah. their natural reaction to that shocking bit of violence. Like, they're not like, ha-ha, but they almost, like, their brain doesn't know how to handle what just happened. And that's just the chemical reaction that happens. It's, that's something that I try to remind myself when I'm watching movies with audiences. And yeah. People react with laughter to certain things. And, like, it depends. Like, sometimes you can tell that they're, like, kind of laughing in bad faith. Yeah. Like, either laughing at the movie or, like, um, I, 
I was at a screening of Dog Day Afternoon and people laughed um, at like, so there's very earnest uh, content in that movie about um, Al Pacino's character, Sonny, and his girlfriend, who is a trans woman. And like the whole kind of basis for the robbery is that he's trying to get money so that his girlfriend can have um their you know gender reaffirming surgeries yeah um it's very sweet it's not played for jokes whatsoever but there were people in the audience that laughed at that that's not you not knowing how to react that's you laughing at a trans woman because you're transphobic right and it's it's a weird thing of like uh like in that instance i feel a little bit different being more judgmental about it because of the transphobic aspect of it but yeah. uh, in terms of something like Boogie Nights, when Mark Wahlberg is, you know, upset and his mom is like ripping up all his posters and stuff. Yeah. I personally think that is very tragic. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel weird when people laugh because it just it makes me really sad. But I also kind of get like that perspective based on his performance. Although I think that's like it's it's that weird thing of when you when you have those extreme emotions, Mm -hmm. if you're like a really like unsympathetic outside observer, it is technically like over the top. But I feel like those, like that is a more genuine portrayal of feeling those extreme emotions as a teenager. And I think (laughs) that it's easy for, so it's kind of, if you're looking at that scene through the lens of, you know, uh, Eddie Adams is his name before he um, dons uh, Dirk Diggler. Dongs. Uh, (laughs) um, But, you know, if you're looking at that scene through that lens, then I guess you can, because he's, when he's yelling at her, or he's like... Like, I also find that scene very tragic, but she's there's a part where he's she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting my stuff. And it's just like there is a part of me that does think that line is funny. Yeah, because it's like, what stuff does a sev- like a 17 year old kid have that he needs to get his Bruce Lee posters? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like when he's yelling at her, he's not really saying anything, but it's just like all of this intense emotion that comes out. It's an incredible performance. That well, scene is fantastic. Isn't he it. saying I'm gonna be something? Pretty, like I'm gonna because yeah. she doesn't believe in him. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot like it's that, it's half that and half um Connor, did you get Halloween two? Is that Halloween two back there? No. No, that's something else. Oh, it's Paddington 2. Hell yeah, Paddington 2. Basically the same. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 and uh, Paddington 2. Right. But we'll talk about that later. Um, What was I saying? You were, well, you you were saying what the... Uh, Eddie's argument with his mom was about oh yeah which I didn't I didn't necessarily mean to say that he's not saying anything but basically he's just begging her to not yell at him and like you know she's and then he does say like that he's gonna do something he's like I you know I have special things and like it's just the it's it is the dialogue is written perfectly yeah you know um the yeah because I would say the emotional crux of that scene is, and it's something that like I've personally experienced with my my father specifically, mm. of just like not seeing, like having faith in yourself and your own abilities, 
and your parents thinking that you have no like worth and no value right. and no like like you don't have the skills to make your dreams happen yeah, so fuck I, I don't you, baby by the way yeah <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna bleep that name i don't know why but no that's fine yeah i mean of course you guy. don't need to justify that yeah um <laughs> But I do think he is, you know, it is a, like, very, like, teenager way to go about that argument. It's the thing where it can be both funny and tragic at the same time. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, that is part of the human condition, mm-hmm. is that this is both sad if you think about, you know, how his mom is attacking Eddie's sense of self-worth. Yeah, And yeah. he's just trying desperately to defend it. Mm-hmm. But also, like... He actually, he says, please just be nice to me yeah. in that scene, which is fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. And also a funny line. It is. Yeah. No, it really is. And it's at the same, like, when we're on Boogie Nights, um, I had an experience as well watching that in theaters where people were really, like, pre- laughing pretty hard at the scene um, on uh, New Year's Eve when Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, um, like, tries to kiss Dirk. Yeah. And then he, you know, gets in the car and he starts crying. He keeps saying, like, I'm a fucking idiot over and over again. And... I don't I like I guess I can see where laughter might come from in that scene but that like unlike the scene with Dirk and his mom I, I have a harder time seeing the humor in like right. it's just very sad to me. Yeah. And I mean I can kind of see the humor in that scene too. Well like it can be both funny and sad but and that one is harder to see the other side because and it's a weird thing to get too in your head i don't know i feel strange about it because like i don't want to presume what anyone else is thinking you know what i mean it's hard to not project your own feelings onto scenes like that though you know no totally i'm just saying i don't want to say like i know for sure that people are laughing because they're homophobic oh but sometimes you get that vibe of people are laughing because he tried to kiss yeah it's like oh how did you is gay yeah and it's like, I don't know that. I don't know that person or, like, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, with the thing in Dog Day Afternoon, it's, like, it makes me feel uncomfortable when there's, like, yeah, that absolutely. kind of raucous laughter at that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, everything being shit, I've been playing a new game. It's called World of Horror. Have you heard of World of Horror? What do you think the answer is? Yes. And you're going <laughs> to tell us all about it. Go go for Max. Okay. So it's... Uh game that you play uh kind of like a board game except there's no real board and it's like a one player game and then so you have like five or six light bulbs and um so if you have five light bulbs two of them are gonna be broken like not like the glass isn't broken but they don't work like the filaments yeah yeah exactly and then if so if you have six light bulbs then three of them would not work so two if you have five and three if you don't yeah okay so, so far, this is surprisingly close. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, and then you take like a scarf or something um, and you put the light bulbs into the scarf and you tie it shut. Uh, you can, if you live somewhere where it's cold enough, then you can just put it outside. Otherwise, you should probably take the scarf with the light bulbs in it and put it in your freezer. And then you leave that for like 48 hours. 72 hours is best. 48 hours if it's... If they're outside because you live somewhere cold. And this is all real time and based on your computer's geographic data. Yeah. Like it's based on what you have your uh, 
computer's time zone set to Mm -hmm. whether you have to put them in the freezer or leave them outside and you have to like stop playing the game for that 48 to 72 hour mark like it just has to sit Mm -hmm. idle yeah so then when you go back you open up the um the scarf and it is like full of eels like really slimy gross eels uh and then this um like a co- screen like a command comes up on the screen and it's like tap the space bar to eat the eels and you have to just tap the space bar faster and faster and faster while you're eating these eels and then you start choking um and oh wait this is a real is it a comp- I can't re- computer game or real is a computer game all right so then you're wondering like is this a computer game or am i really doing this because your mind is is just like warped into a horrible like web of reality and fiction and you can't find your way out of it and you don't know what's what and that's the scary thing is when you like no one reads the terms of service but the terms of service on this game are surprisingly scary mm-hmm. where they actually it allows your computer to access your personal information i.e. your address yeah and so they will send you mail to convince you that this isn't just a game, but like a war games type scenario oh. where like your actions mm-hmm. are actually yeah, yeah, having yeah. real physical consequences and you are now wrapped up in this mystery. Yeah. World of War. Check it out on Steam. Uh, if you use promo code Max and Connor, it will do fuck all. And Steam will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> is, is World of Horror a real game? Yes. It's how, a real computer game. How different is it from the thing that I just made up? You were like you were pretty close in the beginning. I've honestly. I have no idea yeah. what this is. Um, I'm gonna try to just desc- the problem with me describing it is it requires me to explain terminology that I don't have a full grasp of. Mm. But this this game honestly, like I think, like Phasmophobia would be your shit Rock because there's a thing, and this is what I'm gonna fuck up, and I'm gonna try to get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah, just power through. It's a roguelike, which means there's a game similar to an old computer game called Rogue. And basically, uh, there's different types of roguelikes, but they're each determined by this factor of... is It's kind of this concept of runs. So it's not like diarrhea? a typical... Yeah, they all feature diarrhea. Uh, so if that's not okay. your thing, you know, skip forward like I'm, five I'm minutes. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, you it's not like Super Mario. If you clear a level, you get to move on to the next level. There's, Do you mean Super Mario Brothers? I'm sorry to interrupt again. but uh, Yeah, sure. Super okay, Mario cool. Brothers. I was, just, I, think I was just making get... sure I wasn't confused. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, soup, soup. Well, yeah. Soup, soup. Soup, soup. It's much like the game Soup, Soup. But so if you're playing this game, you like... You go through the world, and then when you die, you have to start over at the beginning. You don't, there's not really progression in terms of you making your way through a level and then going on to the next level. You're playing the same part of the game over and over and over again, and you just your skill gets better, so you make it farther and farther each time. Okay. And depending on the type of game, there is progression, like your character might level up. Or maybe you get like certain items that allow you to traverse farther in the game. But for the most part, you're just kind of like grinding through the same things again and again. And there's also an element of a procedural generation where let's say you're in a castle 
and you're trying to make your way through this castle, yeah, there will be a randomized element where the castle will be different each time. So it's not like an old school platformer where you get this sense of level awareness. You just have to take it as is every time. And your skill at adapting to the situations changes, but you can't like learn the map, let's say. Okay. So World of Horror is a roguelike in the style of, uh, let's say, like a Junji Ito horror manga. Okay. Which is a fascinating way to frame it. Max looked like he wanted me to stop talking this <laughs> whole time and was like, ugh. And, but then as soon as I said that, I literally saw a sparkle in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> he had this like, ooh moment. And that's why I'm like, I got to tell you about this game. You're going to dig it. Yeah, man. So I have not beaten the tutorial level. Okay. Because this game is difficult. Sure. But basically, it's you're, uh, you're like this, I guess you're kind of like this high school student kid detective. Sure. And you're trying to figure out all the spooky shit that's going on in this town, okay. the seaside town. And so the basics of the, like the tutorial mystery, the basics are the same. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find this woman. She's like called the scissor woman, I think. She's got joker slits in her mouth. She kills people with some sharp scissors. Your friend was investigating a ritual okay. to bring her to this world to vanquish her, but your friend perished in that pursuit. Yes. And he was talking to another student who may or may not have information. So at the beginning, you're armed with this kid's diary, and you have to go through this school and try to figure out... You have to find this holy chalk, these candles. Uh, you have to figure out the symbol to perform the ritual. And so those basic tenets are the same each time, but what you encounter in that investigation changes each time I played this run. So, like, I saw different monsters each time. Uh, I got different items. There was one time where I fought this demon, and they dropped a steak knife, and so I could use that in battle. But then there was another time where I found a lump of flesh that would restore my stamina. So I consumed the lump of flesh, and then there was a curse placed upon me oh uh, that's usually i think what happens right hans yeah knows about that yeah hans yeah, it does have you ever consumed a lump of flesh for stamina human <laughs> a, a lump, let's just say a lump of flesh it could be extra I mean, human yeah i like to eat dinner oh okay <laughs> what do you typically have for dinner meat what type of meat i well um you know, I don't eat red meat because I like pigs and cows. Okay. Um, I like to eat chickens because I do not respect them. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I want to get that out there. I do not respect them. And they are not nice, and they scare ghosts away, which makes my job harder. Chickens scare ghosts away? They do, and now I don't know why nobody's talking about this, but if you have a haunted house... You buy chickens, and your house is not haunted anymore. I mean, it's haunted, but you have chickens. And they so, have to stay in the house, which is, like, a real pain in the ass. Is it, like, those, like, the things you plug into the wall, like, the rat repellent noises, where, like, the ghosts will, like, generally stay away from the area that the chickens are in? No, so if they're... there are chickens in the house, then the ghosts go away from the whole house. Oh, because okay. Because they're scared of chickens. Right, but if I get rid of the chickens, they'll be like, oh, it's cool now, I can come back. Yeah, unless they found somewhere more fun. 
Sometimes they like to go to other places if they get chickened out of somewhere. <laughs> so they literally chicken out. Yeah, it's, hey, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You should do jokes. Well, it was your joke. I just noticed it. I didn't even notice it until you said it. Yeah. I was just talking about the bird, the bird, the bird named chicken. <laughs> Were you making fun of me? No, no. I just, you know, it's the kind of thing where like you're getting to know someone, you're active listening, and you mirror their manner of speech. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I get it. It was it wasn't meant in a mocking way. Well, now I, don't, I didn't think it was when you explained it, but then you said it wasn't in a mocking way, and yeah. now I'm not sure. Well, that's the tough thing, isn't it? Is you're just trying to be honest with somebody, but then, you know, maybe they're in their own head about something people, and they're like, oh, that's the justification I was looking for. People to, like, yeah. Yeah. People like to say that honesty is the best policy. That is not the case a lot of the time. But sometimes. But not a lot of the time. I would say most of the time. I, I would say the it's not the best policy in the minority of the time. But there's definitely, you know, we're all entitled to our own inner life, you know, and our own secrets. <laughs> Hans, what can you tell us a secret? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess on what you depends is a secret, you know? If what is your dependable secret? My dependable secret? No, I'm asking rhetorical questions. <laughs> okay, because I'll tell you my dependable secret. Okay, I'll tell you a secret if you tell me a secret, but I will tell the secret first. Okay. okay. Um, I like to throw rocks off of a overpass to cause car accidents and then make ghosts. Okay. That's a pretty big secret. And I'm glad because I forgot about the fact that you said you make ghosts. I do make ghosts. And I'll so put... I'll tell you what I do is I murder people and okay. then they become ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... I need to take a time to process that. I'm going to um, move on to my chair, like the chair where my bag cool. is. Yeah, Just I let think that's Hans kind of sit here. Hans, what's in your pockets? Oh, um. well, this one, let's see. There's... Oh, oops. All right, so this is a man's fingers that I said I was going to give back to him. <laughs> um, and, you know, you just get so caught up with the election and everything. And yep. You get real distracted and you're just like, oh, man. So I have a pocket full of actually this is a couple of different people's fingers. Um, and then this one looks like. It's it's a pile of Polaroids of different shoes. Oh, I am more disturbed by the Polaroids of shoes than I am the fingers, and I I feel like I need to examine that. You a have no bit. you have no problems with you don't like <laughs> no, shoes. I have <laughs> no, I like shoes. I appreciate shoes. Okay, uh, I I have a shoes on household for people's. I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Comfort. That's why I like it here so much. Yeah. Everybody's always got shoes on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm lost. I'm lost in my, I don't know. Because, okay, I'm going to talk more about World of Horror later, but I don't just want to, like, talk at you about game mechanics. But there is a few interesting things that I'll try to concisely bring up later. I don't know. Just as a button, if anyone's curious. The concision. Concision, yeah. yeah. Is that a word? Probably not. It sounds like it should be. I like it, concision. Mm -hmm. I'm like Shakespeare, where I just kind yeah. of go for it. Right. 
That's what I like about Shakespeare. Let's throw it at the page and see what sticks. Right. Do you think people... Uh, and Max, feel free to chime in anytime here. I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if it's the kind of thing where like people thought they should know what that word is. Kind of like, I do this podcast. Max and I do this podcast with a friend, Aaron. Yeah. and I've listened to it. Oh, you listen to a very yeah, adventure speak, Well, because I live behind. So there's a big brick wall that is runs down the center of this room. Um, and I live That's on. a chimney. I'm on the opposite side of it. Whatever your side you are on, I am always on the opposite side. Where? Downstairs? No, here. In this room. The chimney. That is difficult because the way the chimney is set up, you can't quite do like a like a stealth game I'm mechanic. Very skinny man. Yeah, but you my apartment there's before? like shit everywhere. That's true. <laughs> but there's like a couch and a table, and there's yes. I keep all my like DVDs and sh- I don't know. Are you just like hiding under my bed and then slithering underneath the couch? Is that how you? I mean, if you like want, it, if that's how you want to put it. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's not how I would say it. How would you say it? I'd say that sometimes I spend part of the day underneath the bed, and then there are other times where I will migrate from underneath the bed to the couch. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, You talk about me like I'm a snake. Well, yeah, so is it is it is it more like an army crawl then? How, I'm just I'm curious about how you move. I like to tuck and roll as often as I can. Oh, okay, you must be very thin then. Like you must be like I'm a, a skinny like a. I imagine you're like a poster tube. They call me <laughs> skinny boy. They do. Yeah, <laughs> the ghosts do. Oh, okay. That's why I live here because there are too many ghosts at my house. If I say buck buck, will the oh. ghosts like be like, "Hey man, we know you're not a chicken," or will they will they get scared at me just being like, "So buck, buck, they, buck, buck. if if it's like if you say it like that, like I'm a person, buck buck buck, <laughs> then they're gonna be like, "All right, well now we're gonna be mean to you because we get what you're doing." But if I'm like, <laughs> if you make it sound like an actual chicken, they might get scared and they'll be on their toes. Okay, they'll be on their ghost toes. But I would recommend getting a chicken within the next two days, otherwise they might catch on. I, I've been looking at uh, cats for adoption on the SPCA, and every now and again they'll have chickens on there. Really? Yeah. Oh, hey, I know where those chickens, usually they come from, the people who, they get the chickens, and then sometimes, it because so chickens work on ghosts but not poltergeists. Oh, so there's a di- so ghost isn't the all-encompassing term. No, because poltergeist can make things in your like interact with physical things and like punch you in the face. Right. Like Max and I. I'm sorry. We're ghosts. You or poltergeist, I guess, if there's a difference. I thought ghost was the all-encompassing term. I'm I'm a little skeptical you about know. your credentials because you yeah, didn't know we well, were dead. I don't, I mean, people call, they tell me, hey, there's a ghost. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And I say, all right, sure. And I just kind of take them on their word. So you didn't say you were dead. (laughs) So I just didn't, I don't assume that usually when I'm talking to people who aren't like, hey, I'm dead, that they're alive. Right. But if, 
if maybe this is a bad analogy, this could be a false equivalency. But if you drive then your car, maybe you should not write um like standardized tests for children to take, where it's like compared the analogies. I really shouldn't because the numbers would dip, and I would I would lose a lot of schools their funding. Let's you put know it that what? Way. Once Max told me that he never took an SAT. Yeah, I mean that's fair. <laughs> Why did you bring that up? I don't know, cause you're dumb. <laughs> I mean that though. I don't think those two things correlate. And honestly, I did take an SAT, and I didn't use it for anything because I applied to one for-profit college, yes! and they accepted me because they wanted my money. That's how that works. Yeah. Typically, things that they're for profit, they want your money. They want my money. I learned that the hard way. How, what, what? What? How was that? I went to the grocery store, okay, and they were like, they were like, look, I was because I was trying to walk out with, I had my arms full of the food that right. I wanted, right? I was trying to go out the door, didn't want to take a bag, and they're like, you need to pay for that, and I was like, this is food, and then I just, I kept laughing, because I, you know, I know that they're joking, yeah. But they played it so straight, and they just committed a bit so hard. Which makes it funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. And then, oh, they called the police. The police were in on the joke. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was was a good time. We all, I was, well, I had a good laugh. And then... did they put can, you in the car and you're like, I, very well, funny. Can, can I tell you, i give you some advice. Yeah. If you ever get arrested, don't laugh hysterically for seemingly no reason. Oh, okay. Because they ma- can hold the, that against you well, in It makes things law. a lot more difficult because typically then they're like, all right, now we need to put you in this hospital and hold you for observation for 48 hours. They ask you a bunch of stupid questions. You know, how come there are big chunks of muscle missing from my arm? What is this scar from? What is that scar from? And then I tell them, you know, making ghosts is dangerous business because a lot of the time, People don't want to become ghosts. So you told them you made ghosts. Yeah, and they kind of ignored that because nobody understands what it means. They just kind of use that to my benefit. Okay. Well, that's... I was going to say that's good, but I don't think that's good because I feel like we could have saved a lot of... It's good for you, sure. Maybe not for society. Uh, Two things. Number one, when you... Pee-pee. Number two, poo-poo. Yes. The third is the one with the hairy chest. We got it. We're Ooh, learning. Cross podcast callback. Anyway, uh, if you bring a car into a car mechanic, okay, I don't I... think the car mechanic would be like, oh, you didn't tell me this was a car. You Well, the, sometimes they get mad because I bring in like a giant school bus. And they're like, hey, That's not what it meant. you did not tell us this was a school bus. And I'm like, that's reasonable. I understand why you'd be upset. It's about three times the size of what you assumed I was going to bring in. Because I said, hey, can I bring by car by? Wait, where are you bringing this car by to and for what purposes? Oh, you mean to the mechanic? Yeah, to oh, the car okay. mechanic. Yeah. Except my car is a school bus. Right. I don't call it the school bus because I don't let children in it. Did you art? Did you drive it into like the? You know how you can like pull it into the lift. Did you like drive it through even though you didn't have clearance and like so, smash through? Basic. <laughs> I um the parking lot 
was yeah. not big enough for me to pull into. Right. So essentially what happened was um, I parked in like diagonally in across the street and then I got out and then I had to wait in line. And, you know, there's the cars are piling up because there's a, a bus in the middle of the street yeah. uh, that they can't drive by. And, you know, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and then I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then the guy's like, who the fuck's bus is that out in the street? And I'm still a couple of people behind and I'm like, that's me. You help me fix it. Right. And then they're, oh, man. I don't know what a lot of the words they said to me meant, but I I just left. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's that reminds me of a time where I was on a, I was on a film set and we were supposed to hold traffic for the bank. Um, and I was asking another production assistant who was holding traffic, like where to find a broom, because if you're a production assistant, they're like, go find this. It's like a point and click adventure game. They're like, go find this. And there's no like clear way how to get it. So I had to find one of those big, you know, the, the big boy brooms, the big sweepers, right? Like a toothbrush for a giant. Yeah, exactly. And so I like I would just go to random small businesses and ask if there was one I could borrow. So he was like the star PA and I was asking him like what the fuck to do and he's like I don't know just like ask random people. <laughs> it really is like a point click adventure game where you just have to have a bunch of conversations with random people <laughs> and go through the dialogue trees. And so he's like he's got his hands on the hood of someone's car and they're at the drive-through teller at a bank. And the drive-thru teller is like, sir, you have to move forward. There's like a big line of people. And the production assistant's like, no, you can't move forward. They're shooting on the street. And so he's not looking because he's distracted by my questioning. I hear them call cut. So I quickly, like, while he's distracted, like, wave the car on to get the line moving. And I didn't realize, like, even between takes, that's not okay. Because they're just going to, like, go again immediately. So he slams his hands down the hood and he's like, no, you can't go. And he turns to me, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I look across the street and I see the camera team just like going off. But thankfully, my headset walkie had fried in the sun because for some reason they let you take it home. And I was in high school at the time. So I just left it in my car because we didn't have locks on our lockers. So I didn't want to get stolen. But it fried in the sun of my hot black car with like brown leather and so they were cursing me out and i was like thank god i cannot hear what they're saying because it would it would i would cry right now so hans fell asleep um, okay good. and i just kind of took my chair back we do, should call the police no what we should do is do you want to talk about the car that you drove in high school <laughs> yeah the batmobile it had <laughs> no interior no it it literally had no interior like the the soft felt that should cover the inside of the car had been ripped away yes it was all just jagged metal like the inside of car doors with nothing covering them you know what i just remembered that the rain <laughs> yeah that's it really that's yeah, like I one of the first that. things i think about is it used to rain and it would you'd have to keep a towel on your lap because it would literally <laughs> just fucking pour into the car yep it would just rain on me and so i just kept a towel and i put the towel on my lap and i would just my head would get wet but at least my lap was okay <laughs> that's yeah i it broke down my parents got it for me for my birthday and it broke the first two times I drove it. I got less than a mile down the road and it broke down <laughs> and we took it to a place to fix it. 
and then I tried again, and it broke down in the same spot, and we <laughs> took it to a place to fix it. It looked as if uh, someone had like taken a knife mm. and just like carved up the p- driver's side seat, yeah. like looking for a treasure map mm-hmm. in the seat. Um, and I fucking loved it. Like I love that car so goddamn. Much. Oh yeah, it made one of the worst starting sounds I have ever heard a car make. <laughs> yeah, it was like a. I think it was like a '91 Saab. I miss it. It was a. Re- it was a really cool looking car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sh- I feel like I have so much more to talk about, but we have we have a hard out because we're fi- recording a very venture rewatch in like ten minutes. Yeah, which is dope. So I'll say real quick, mm-hmm. uh, just a few more fun tidbits about World of Horror. All right. The way the combat works is pretty interesting. So you basically like, you hit explore, right? And you'll there's like this cute little animation of your person walking down a hall, and then like a random event will happen. If it's a combat event, it's kind of like a turn-based RPG where you're like, like Pokemon, where like, I want to attack, I want to defend, I want to block. But you have a certain amount of skill points. So you like build up sequences of attacks. So it's like I want to attack and then I want to prepare my next attack to have a better chance of like punching the ghost. And then I want to dodge. So that's yeah. Fighting ghosts. Yeah. That's what I like that's why I like ghost adventures so much. Because right. those dudes go in there and they're like, What are you gonna fucking do, ghost? Huh? So yeah. Anyway. I do I do appreciate that aspect of ghost adventures and would love more fictional content where people actually like grapple with ghosts. Oh and fuck have yeah. like like they live style fights where it just it goes on forever. <laughs> it's like how um like Godzilla fights are kind of like awkward wrestling. <laughs> I want yeah. that but with ghosts. I like that so much of the influence of the combat in the Godzilla movies is like the fact that they have these giant suits that they can barely fucking move in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so World of Horror, check it out. It's super neat. Um it's like it is kind of like a board game because of like the way you plan your attacks, mm. the way like things change each time you make a run. And there's like D and D mechanics to it, Ooh. where you have your, you know, your strength, your charisma, your reason, and there are certain like actions you can take where you can pray, and that will increase your stamina, but it'll decrease your reason. Oh, okay. And if I didn't keep dying, that stuff would carry over to like my next mysteries. But I got cocky, and I had the I had the ghost on the ropes, and then the scissor woman just fucking murdered the shit out of me. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. I like that when you pray, your reason decreases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody, but I do I do like that game mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. That's a, it's it's not been a super short episode. We're only like 10 minutes shy. No, um, I, you know, I don't think that we should really be sorry either. Yeah. No, we shouldn't. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be a, a combative either. You uh, know, maybe yeah, there's a I middle ground so. here. Uh, truthfully, I was like, oh, man, it would be great if we ended on Connor saying Fuck you, but no. <laughs> no. It's fine. My mom listens, and, you know, I love you, Mom. Thank he- you. I appreciate you. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> follow us at Max and Connor. Hell I'll try yeah. to remember to post on there. Rock and Roll McDonald's. Check out our another podcast, A Very Venture Rewatch, and follow us there at Very Venture Pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Oh, shit. I fucked up. I, was gonna, I still got to pin the tweet of the donations to... 
we're, we, I've, I have a list of orgs right, that you cool. can donate to. So I'll get that up on the Twitter. I was supposed to do it last time. I'll do it this time. I don't think that you have to be too sorry because it's not like we put our fucking Venmos up either either yeah so it's not like we were like hey give us money just kidding give to these organizations instead and then only gave them a way to give us money right uh and we just didn't do anything yeah which you can always count on us to do yeah is forget (laughs) yep that's uh welcome to what max current and the podcast a pop culture podcast where two best friends forget <laughs> uh life is chaos we hope you're happy safe and healthy be mm-hmm. kind be courteous uh stay safe Hell i yeah. love you vote <laughs> yeah go vote get go out vote. get out and vote get out the vote is it same wait hold on oh wait that happened already mm-hmm. never yeah. mind it's it's fun you're here because it'll be like a week after the election but <laughs> when i made that joke on a very venturey watch it'll mm-hmm. be like a month before people hear that It'll be like three weeks after this episode drops, even though we recorded it like a week ago. Hey, man, it's never too late to vote. (laughs) (laughs) It's not vote. Vote with your dollar. Please Venmo us stuff. I'm I'm, I'm begging you. The the my uh, B&H credit card bill is scary. (laughs) If you like this podcast, then please help us pay for the equipment that we are uh, or I don't want to say. We, because it was you, but yeah. I don't want to like just be like Connor did it, right? You know, but it was it but, was me. But Connor to be fair. did it. <laughs> I was like, I'll sign up for this credit card and buy all this shit. Like, I did not consult Max in that matter, so it is on me ultimately. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna end the podcast because I'm having a hard time doing it. Uh, uh, bye, bye. Fuck it's like you. talking on my to my. Well, she's dead, but it was <laughs> like talking to my grandmother on the phone, where you yeah. just say bye back and forth until somebody hangs up. Uh, I'm I'm I, I fucked up. I lied. I am not gonna end the podcast because I I want to say um my grandmother was mute, and so. Mm-hmm. When we would talk, we would talk through this service where there's a person who she has a TDY machine, sure, which sure. is like a phone with a keyboard in it. Mm-hmm. So she would type messages to the operator and the operator would read them. So my conversations oh, okay, with my yeah, grandmother yeah. would be someone being like, hi, Connor. Um, it's very nice to see you or talk to you. H- how are you doing? Go ahead. And that was how you knew, like, they had stopped talking so, like, the other person could respond. Sure. So imagine that same scenario, which happened all the time, where you just keep saying bye back and forth, but you have to wait for the operator and wait for the typing. So you're just like, bye, go ahead. Mm -hmm. And if it was go ahead, you know there was going to be more to say. And I can't remember the phrase, but there was a phrase where, like, um, it's like, okay, we're done. Right. And that was always so weird because, like, that's when the operator would stop being my grandma and stop being a person. <laughs> uh-huh. So then you have to be like, okay, like over and out. Hey, by the way, like, th- thank you so much. Like, you know, it's, you're really nice and uh, I hope you have a good day too. <laughs> and I hope you have a good day. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah.